Welcome to So Choose Joy. I'm your host, Dana Stone, and I invite you to join me in learning how to experience true joy every day as we navigate the highs and lows of this amazing journey that we call life. Welcome back to the So Choose Joy podcast. I'm your host, Dana Stone, and I want to thank you for joining me for episode two. As I shared last time, I believe we can experience joy no matter what is going on in our lives because joy is an internal expression available to us through the Holy Spirit that enables us to have an eternal perspective and walk in confidence through the highs and lows of life because we know we have a loving God that's right there with us. In episode one, I began the series, Midnight to Morning Moments, Messages from a Loving God, and started with how to move from fear to trust. Well, this week, we're gonna look at our second midnight to morning moment, learning how the love of God can move us from worry to peace. Worry, to torment with cares, or anxieties to fret. Everyone who knows me knows I love Christmas. I look forward to the holiday season beginning January 1, and my family knows that come August, all bets are off and that mom is probably going to start playing some Christmas music. It is such a fun time of expectation and excitement. Children anxiously count down the days till Christmas and they can be found sneaking under the tree to inspect the brightly wrapped packages. Christmas morning comes and they can't wait to dig into their Christmas stockings to delight in the gifts they find inside. But for me, those Christmas stockings elicited only one emotion as a child, worry. Each holiday season, mom would start talking to me about Christmas and how she hoped my brother, my sister, and I had been good that year so that Santa would bring us gifts in our stockings. She would remind us that if we hadn't been good, coal and sticks would be the only thing we would find in our stockings on Christmas morning. Now, to be fair, Mom had no idea that I took every word she said so seriously, or she probably would have never continued saying that. But as a child, the thought of deserving only coal and sticks in my stockings made my stomach churn. Now, Daddy and Mommy always put our stockings at the end of our beds pinned with a safety pin, probably in hopes that we'd stay in our rooms a little bit longer on Christmas morning. So by the time Christmas Eve rolled around, I would already be worrying about that stocking. And when dawn broke on Christmas morning, I would lay in my bed for what seemed like forever, too worried to even peek over the edge of my bed and look into my stocking. And yet every year when I finally gained the courage to look, I always found lots of fun trinkets and candy tucked inside. Now that's a simple example of worry, but I share it to make a point. As a child, I allowed the worry of what might be to distract me from fully embracing the joy of this season and the gifts my parents so lovingly provided for me. I allowed worry to overshadow the sweet moments my parents tried to create for us. 
and I allowed worry to penetrate my spirit and steal my peace. So my question for you today is this, are you worrying so much about something that it's stealing your peace? Are you focusing on what might be and forgetting to see all the gifts that the Lord has already lovingly placed in front of you? Is the enemy stealing your peace by filling your mind with worry? John 10.10 tells us that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He takes great delight in the lies that he whispers to our souls because his goal is to steal our peace and to fill our minds with so much worry that we're distracted from the peace that is our inheritance as God's children. Thankfully, John 10.10 holds God's response to the lies of the enemy. It says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. You see, God wants us to enjoy a rich and satisfying life filled with his peace. So is worry stealing your peace? Is it consuming most, most of your thoughts every day? How often does that worry prevent you from truly enjoying the goodness and beauty that surrounds you? Are you believing a lie? Maybe it's time to find the courage like I did as a little child each Christmas morning to look over the edge of your worry and find the peace of God that is his gift waiting for you to enjoy each and every day. Peace. Freedom from, of mind from annoyance, distraction, worry, or anxiety. Tranquility serenity. So how do we get that peace? How do we walk in the morning light of peace? How do we move past our human minds that constantly remind us of all the things there are to worry about? Jobs, family, health, relationships, the world around us. How do we turn our worries into a peace that can seem so elusive? Well, let's take a look at one of my favorite passages in the Bible to find some answers. Philippians 4, 4 through 9 says this, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. So if you break that passage down, I think there are five things that we can do to exchange our worry for his gift of peace. 
So the first thing we can do is we can rejoice. We can look up. Verse four says, rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. The word rejoice means to feel great joy. The Lord issues us a command right at the beginning of this passage, and he backs it up by repeating himself, just in case we missed it the first time. His message is straight and to the point. Have joy always when you think of me. So that's where we start when worry weighs us down. Step outside the worry you're experiencing and rejoice in who he is and be grateful for the ways he has blessed you. Rejoice in his love, in his provision, in the gift of family and friends, in the health you enjoy. Write it down if you need to remind yourself every day to feel great joy and allow that joy to replace the dread of worry. Most of all, rejoice in the knowledge that the Lord is always by your side and his love for you is never ending. The second thing we can do is we can relax. Take a minute and look out. Verse five says, let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Worry can take its toll on us and often produces that black cloud mindset. We can allow our emotions to take us to unhealthy places and get so fixated on our own worries that we lose sight of the fact that there are people all around us who are hurting and in need. And if our emotions stay in that unhealthy state, we can lose our gentleness, our compassion for others. So if worry is consuming you, try to look outside of yourself. Find someone who could use some gentleness and some compassion and reach out to them. Ask the Holy Spirit to use you to bring comfort and hope to them. Remind them and yourself that the Lord is near to the brokenhearted. You know, it is such a gift to be able to bring comfort to others. And it's an honor to see the evidence of his gentle presence reflecting in and through you. It's the Lord's gentle presence that helps us to relax, knowing that just as he takes care of others, he will most certainly take care of us too. So the third thing we can do is we can pray. We can look in. Verse six says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. We spend so much time trying to figure out all the ways to fix what we're worrying about that we end up feeling overwhelmed and anxious. And we forget the one thing that can be the most effective fix we have, prayer. If you find yourself worrying and anxious, ask the Lord to step into the middle of it. Thank him for being the one constant you can rely on. Thank him for who he is and what he has done, and then ask for his wisdom and guidance. 
on whatever it is that you're worrying about. Pray, ask, and release. Allow his Holy Spirit to move in you and to guide you. And peace will be his answer. The fourth thing we can do is we can focus. Look around. Verse 8 says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. I feel like there's a reason why this verse starts out with the word finally. Because let's be honest, this is probably the most difficult step to take when worry is overwhelming us. The human side of us doesn't always want to let go of the worry because we think if we worry hard enough, we will come up with the solution to our current problem. Worry somehow seems to keep us feeling like we're in control of the outcome. But the truth is, most times we aren't. So God here gently reminds us that we have to learn how to fill our minds with the beauty and wonder and goodness that is all around us. It's there. We may not feel like we have the energy to look for the positives in life, but when we do set our minds on him and his goodness, and we focus our thoughts on things that are lovely and pure and admirable and praiseworthy and excellent, the worry begins to fade and our perspective shifts to his ability, not ours. And the fifth thing we can do is we can practice. Verse nine says, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. Okay, so now we have the opportunity to put all the other steps, rejoice, relax, pray, and focus. We can put those into practice. We get to choose to rejoice in who he is and how much he loves us. To relax and fully trust him to take care of us. To pray for his guidance and wisdom and his will to be done and to focus our minds on what is lovely and true. And the result of putting all of those steps into practice, the result is in verse seven. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And the God of peace will be with you. You know, the world we live in today is filled with situations and circumstances that allow worry to invade our homes and our hearts. And if left unchecked, worry can become our sole focus. It can rob us of our time, our talents, and our treasures. Matthew 6, 25 through 34 tells us that our focus should not be on the temporary worries of this life, but instead our focus should be on his kingdom and his righteousness. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you that joy-filled eternal perspective when worry begins to creep into the corners of your soul. 
God has a kingdom agenda, and that agenda will not be denied. Don't lose focus on all that he has done in and through you. He knows your needs, and he will provide for those needs at exactly the right moment. The truth of that allows us to rise above the worries of the day and be partners with him in seeing the kingdom of God established here on earth and in our own hearts. His gift to you is the gift of peace through his Holy Spirit. Seek him and you will find it. Life's worries, the day's hurries seem to weigh me down. Storms brewing, the day's ruined. Where can my peace be found? And then, Lord, you come in your infinite wisdom, bringing peace deep within my soul. I'm overcome by your wonderful presence, and my heart is again made whole. So, Lord, I thank you for your goodness. I delight in your presence. Help me seek you each passing moment to find the peace my heart is longing for. Let's pray. Lord, I need your peace today. Help me see my life through an eternal perspective. May my soul seek to rejoice, relax, pray, and focus on who you are and on how much you love me. I submit my worries to you and I lay them at your feet. I ask for you to take them and silence the lies of the enemy. And I rest in the assurance that peace will be your loving answer. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so for those of you who want to meditate and memorize some scriptures on peace, I've got, I think, five of them for you today. John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Isaiah 26, 3. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Psalm 19:11 The Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. 2 Thessalonians 3:16 May the Lord of peace himself give you the peace at all times and in every way. And Isaiah 54:10 Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed Yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. The Lord bless you and keep you, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks so much for joining me today. May the joy of the Lord be yours today. See you next time.